Welcome to We Are The Daring Podcast, episode 11. This one's called Back Yourself, Babe, and the Universe Will Rise Up To Meet You. This is the podcast for the mamas, the lovers, the mumpreneurs, and you. Whoever you are out there listening to this, this is your calling to be more daring. So sit down, listen, and relish in this moment just for you. Good morning, beautiful people. It is a beautiful Sunday morning here on the Gold Coast. I am on my weekend off parenting, so I have time to sit in here and talk to all of you. It is actually a cold snap here on the coast, so we've got a low of two degrees today, which is freaking absolutely out there because the other day I was sitting on Burley Headland, which if you're a local, you'll know how beautiful it is there, but it was 27 degrees I think on Friday and today's Sunday and now it's a a two degree day. So it's all over the place here, but I wanted to dive in before I start this podcast and I'm just going to take it back to episode five, which is how I use online hate to fuel my fire. That has just clicked over to 9,000 downloads. There are 9,000 of you out there that have listened to that podcast and so many of you have sent the little applaud. If you have the Anchor app, you'll know what I'm talking about. You have the ability to send me voice messages through there and also applaud episodes, which lets me know that you love it. Um, so if you don't already have Anchor to listen to your podcast, I, I really recommend that you do grab it. It is awesome. But also episode, I forget what episode it was, but I did a talk with uh, Kate. Um, Now, Kate is battling terminal cancer at the moment, and that one has over 20,000 downloads now. So they're two of my most listened to podcasts. So if you haven't had a listen to either of those, I strongly suggest, it's called Conversations with Kate. I strongly suggest that you go and listen to um, those ones before we kick off today, especially the How I Use Online Hate to Fuel My Fire, because if you've been following me on Instagram, which is at Layla Steed, which is just my name, you would know that I have recently been through a catfishing experience. So I think it kind of relates back to hate online. That is definitely, I feel like I am very passionate about that topic now. And I will wait until a future podcast to dive into that a little bit further. But today, this is one that I've really wanted to chat to you guys for so long because back yourself, babe, and the universe will rise up to meet you. That is something, there is one thing that I've become really fucking great at and it's backing myself. I seem to have like a really unwavering self-belief that I can do anything that I set my mind to. And I regularly get women either come up to me in the street or say it on Instagram and they say, where do you get your confidence from? Or where do you get your self-belief from? Or how do you believe in yourself? You're always trying new things and putting yourself out there and throwing yourself out there online or in real life. And babes, that is because I back myself. I think it's got a lot to do with my personality, to be honest. I do have a very do now and think about the consequences later way of living. Um, And I kind of always have, to be honest. I've always been a yes girl. I dive in and I think about things later. So I feel like that has a lot to do with it. Um, It's probably why I'm so shit with afterpay, but also part of the reason why I back myself so fiercely. So at the Sacred Women's Circle, the day before my birthday, which was held by the beautiful Kate Cattle. Hi, Kate. She asked everyone to say something that they learned from me. um, And they all went around in a circle and said something that they learned and their answers were fucking magical. And Kate actually said to me, I absolutely have learned so much about you just by the way that you fiercely back yourself. And that's when I realized, you know what I have, and I really should talk about this more on the podcast. So I'm going to dive in right now with a little bit of research that I've done, some of my favorite quotes and how I back myself so fiercely. And look, it leads to great 
rewards because I feel like the more that you back yourself and the more that you stand behind yourself, your life, your decisions, the more the universe rises up to meet you because like attracts like. So let's dive right in. We are in the rise of women empowerment. More women are standing in their power. More women are in senior executive roles than ever before. More women are starting their own online businesses than ever before. And the rise of self-employment for women is incredible. We are moving forward at great speeds. But how do you back yourself? Are you out there struggling, wondering how to enter the business realm? Are you wanting to break free from your self-doubt and chase those big dreams? Well, back yourself, babe. I don't know if people would call me smart or stupid, but I have boldly backed myself in all of my crazy ideas. I have said yes to things that have made me so physically nervous that I literally had a fucking panic attack, but I jumped in and done it anyway. I've entered businesses with nothing on my side, but my unbelievable self-belief and creativity just surging through my veins. And I've gone in with a, well, what's the worst that can happen kind of attitude. So, you've got an issue with backing yourself, babe, then this is the episode for you. So let me ask you, why have you tuned in today? What is holding you back? What is stopping you from walking out into the world and taking your power back, striving for your biggest dreams and chasing your biggest goals? What is stopping you? I learned a valuable thing when I was in my teenage years, and that is that no one was going to back me the way that I backed myself. And it's really been something that I have fiercely believed in since those those years when I guess I kind of really stood alone. I didn't really have that strong family support behind me. I didn't really have those strong friendships that you needed in high school. And I kind of realized, look, I'm the only one that I can depend on. And I think that it has really um, kind of held me in good stead, I think, for the rest of my life. So I have said yes to crazy jobs. I became a flight attendant because I had an extreme fear of flying and I kind of felt like, you know, that's something that was impossible for me to do. So true to my nature, I strove to become a flight attendant because I really felt like that was something that I couldn't do and I was terrified of it. So I ran straight towards it and made it happen and I was a flight attendant for nearly two years. I have taken on huge executive roles at a casino because I just... I loved that job so much and I strived so hard to really make that something that was going to work for me. And I really wanted to prove everyone and myself wrong that, hey, I can do this. I can really climb this ladder. I can be here. I can be someone of value and of power in this space. And look, it took me a while, but I did. And then I decided that after that, that I actually wanted to have a more wholesome job that was actually not taking things from people and giving things back to people and creating a beautiful home space that I had really strive hard to create for myself in my 20s because I didn't really have it growing up. And I really wanted to give that feeling to other people. So I went and studied interior design and I became an interior designer. And all of these crazy ideas and different career changes and different types of things within my life have happened and been successful because, look, I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of money to put in my businesses or to study or a family that could help me out financially, but I fucking believed in myself and I backed myself as much as I fucking could. And I think that that has really held me in good stead and that has been something that I have always kind of thought. And women come to me now and they say, I really want to start this business, but I don't have any idea how to do it. I don't have any money. I don't have any investors. And I really just have this awesome idea and I don't know how to move forward. And my first question to them is, 
okay, why haven't you done it sooner? What do you think that I can help you with? And what, what goals and dreams do you have? What's your why behind it? And I think that as long as you have a shiny diamond clear why behind you, that is the root and the power behind everything, then you can do anything that you set your mind to, because all you need in order to survive, I think, is passion, is that really strong drive behind something that is going to fuel you through the hard times because you fucking genuinely love what you're doing. And I think for me, I genuinely love being in an Instagram space where I can empower other women. I genuinely love reaching out and helping women and reminding them to find their power. I started it for single women and I, I it's become for all women in, in all different walks of life. And women have followed me that have been married and then have divorced or separated or something's happened and they've found themselves as a single mother. And they've come to me and said these amazing things about how much I have had an impact on their lives. And honestly, it has really changed things for the better. And I think that when I've walked boldly into my photography, I've done that with, I had a little bit of self-doubt at the start and I felt like I needed the very best equipment and that I had to do this and this and this before I move forward. And I would have to spend thousands on a camera and someone would need to build my website because I wanted it to be more professional. And I realized all as I need to do is dive in, believe in myself and make it happen. And yes, now I do have the best camera on the market. But at first I started with a very base level entry camera and people would kind of almost look at me and scoff and laugh at the fact that I was using a base level entry camera for doing professional photos of these amazing people. The The photos were turning out beautiful and the quality wasn't great, but the, the photos were amazing. It was just that if you had have blown up the image, it may not have blown up to a, you know, a very large scale. So that's why I had to upgrade my equipment. But one thing that I really want to touch base on with you is stop fucking waiting. Get out there now and get into whatever it is that you have been thinking, I can't do that, or I need this much equipment or this much money or 20,000 in my bank, or I need a new car so I can transport this. Just start doing it. Put the wheels in motion. Don't hold yourself back anymore. Because if there's one thing that I've learned since starting this arena and this space and this you know, kind of delving from blogging to photography to having online businesses. If there's one thing that I have learned, it's that sometimes I have made a, what is it? A mountain out of a molehill. I really have. And I have kind of dreamt up this thing to be this big, huge thing that I I couldn't possibly achieve because I had to do all these other little things on my list first. And then when I finally achieved it, it was, took me like 20 minutes. Um, so I do have a couple of things that I really want to discuss with you today. So I'm going to come back in in a second and let you know what my next tips are for how to back yourself, babe, because these are going to be powerful. Now, there are a few things that I use to back myself on the daily. Before diving into any project, event, business idea, whatever it is, I get into the habit of asking myself, does this support the life I'm trying to create? I'll then journal it, meditate on it because self-reflection is key. Now, it's no use walking into doing a four-year uni degree if you are someone whose heart pulls you to have a certain work-life balance down pat. It's no use trying to squash yourself into a tiny office when your soul craves you to roam free. And it's not worth it to begin a business just because she's doing it and doing it well. Your passion has to come from you and your heart. And I believe that is a huge part of success. 
It's a slow process when walking towards a bigger goal and it's so easy to fall off track. So you need to keep yourself accountable. What I love doing when I am thinking about a new idea is I go to my closest girlfriends, all those people that know me on a soul level really fucking well. Sometimes they're not even close girlfriends. Sometimes they're just an acquaintance who gets it. And when you run into them, they know your vibe, they know what you're trying to achieve, and they always give you awesome, really couple of words and, and advice that can really help you. Ask those people in your life that really know you at a soul level, what do you see me doing? That will give you the confidence to back yourself. Because I think so often when we're living in alignment or out of alignment, I suppose, with ourselves, at the people closest around us, they call us out on our bullshit. They really do. So if we're living in alignment, generally they're going to say, yes, you're on your path. You know when you are on the right path because the universe gives you little signs or your girlfriends say, yes, I always saw you doing that or you're amazing at that or I always thought you were going to do that. It's awesome to see you walking this path now and doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I think the moment that I picked up a camera and started sharing my photography with everyone in a more professional way, that was the moment that everyone started reaching out saying, this is your divine calling. And that's what gave me the confirmation to really strive and go for it, as well as my own self-belief. But it's getting that confirmation from people around you that, hey, I can see it too. It's not just you. It's not just in your head. And that gives you a fire behind it all that is so fucking fierce to keep you moving forward. Because yeah, it's a slow process towards moving a bigger goal and you do not want to fall off track. And having those people around you to really back you up and confirm it is incredible. Now, one of the main reasons why people don't back themselves is because of self-doubt. Now, I have had this too. I'm not, I'm not immune to it. I've had self-doubt as well, but it's about how well you can squash down that self-doubt and how quickly you can move through it and move forward. Now, self-doubt, let's have a little chat about this because I feel like that is one of the main reasons when I say to people, why can't you back yourself? What is the reasoning behind it all? They always say, well, I doubt myself or I have moments of really crazy self-doubt and I feel like I can't do it and I build it up bigger than it's ever been in my head and it becomes this huge thing when it's actually, it kind of takes on a whole world and brain of its own. So one thing that I want to chat about is self-doubt. Now, self-doubt when backing yourself is a huge issue. It's one that we can, it can really overtake it. It can stop us from moving forward in our lives and it can really impact us in such a negative space. So when you have self-doubt, it's important that you get to the root cause of the why behind the self-doubt. So is the self-doubt coming from your childhood? Did you have parents that didn't back you? Did you have parents that didn't stand behind you? when you really needed them? Did you come home from school proud with projects and they weren't impressed or whatever it is for you? Is it employees? Is it friends around you that squash your dreams and that make you feel like you can't do it? Is it uh, negative friends, family, whatever? Is it that little voice in your head that is so fucking powerful? Maybe you suffer anxiety. What? Where is this self-doubt coming from and how can you start to heal it? So I think for myself, when self-doubt comes up, it's usually this little fucking bitch, little fucking bitch in my head. And she is saying, you can't do it. You're not good enough. Such and such is better than you. They're already in the arena. They've been doing it for years. You can't possibly just enter in the arena and pick up a camera and do it or whatever it might be for you. It's about telling that voice to fuck off. And how you do that 
is by simply proving it to yourself. So sitting down, when you have a strong plan behind something, that is going to give you the power to move forward. So it's sitting down and coming up with that strong plan. It's working out the logistics. It's working out the how behind it. It's working out how it's going to work in your current life and how you're going to be able to fund your life going forward and in the future. So I think that when you have self-doubt, first things first, see the root cause of it. Where is it coming from? Start to squash it. Squash it by doing things that you love, by doing things that you can write down, that you can work and plan through and create that really big goal and plan setting that is going to give you that fire to keep going through during the hard times. Because I think so often when people come to me and say, I cannot believe I've watched you back yourself over and over again. Even the other day when I shared a half topless photo, a couple of people wrote to me and were like, I can't, I can't believe you shared that story about getting catfished so publicly. Like that is something that is, it's seen to be hush hush and really embarrassed. Um, it's an embarrassing thing. And look, I had to back my fucking self when I put that photo up. I needed to take a topless photo because that was the whole entire reasoning behind what I needed to write about. It was going to get the attention that I required it to get so that it got the traction and got to the women that I needed it to access. So it's not about just sharing a topless photo because you want attention. It's about what is that attention going to get for you? And I think that, look, I had a lot of self-doubt. I was like, you know, I'm a mum. I shouldn't be posting these sexy topless photos. I shouldn't be, you know, behaving like this online and I shouldn't be doing this. And I think because of all the trolling that I've get, that little self-doubt, that little self-doubt bubble of bullshit talk came into my, came into my brain and was like, you know, like you can't do that. You can't post a photo like that. People are going to think that it's vain or it's stupid or you're being too sexy or whatever it was. But I just knew that I had to share it because the purpose of, of it was that other women out there have been catfished. It's fucking dangerous. There are actually predators and pedophiles online that are doing this. They're grooming women. It's serious. It happened to me. I need to get this out there and I need to do it in a really powerful way so that I'm taking the power back from the predator. That's why I shared it. So I think that that was an insane moment where I really realized I have to back myself here. I can't shrink down and hide from this. I have to back myself. So it can be something as small as that. But I think so often in our lives, we have these moments where we can either shrink back and stay where we are and we won't evolve and we won't expand as people, or we can actually stand up, move forward, stand up to other people, to ourselves, to our inner authentic self and say, yes, I'm going to own this. I'm going to talk about it, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to chase that goal. And that was one of those moments. So whatever it is for you, just start taking little steps on moving forward on really fucking backing yourself, babe, because you have got this. And there is something that I don't understand why so many women come to me and say, I just don't have that in me. And I'm feel really um, insecure and I feel like I can't do this or I can't leave my job to, to chase this creativity that I have inside of me. And I just think to myself, why? I just wish I could shake you right now. Like I understand that for others, it's not as easy, but these people that have written to me, they're talented. They've showed me their work. They're talented or they've shown me their voice that they can sing or they've shown me that they can do art or that they can have this incredible business that no one else has thought of before. Learning to back yourself is hard. I know that. It is very hard, but it is going to reward you. And what is the worst that can happen? That is what I'm going to talk about next because that is important here. 
what is the worst that is going to happen to you? So say that you quit your job, you're in an unhappy job, you're not loving it, you're not feeling fulfilled, it's not fueling your passion and you're at a point in your life where you want more. What's the worst that can happen if you quit your job? What you try and then it doesn't work out and you have to go back to working and start back at the drawing board. People are fearful of failure. They are fearful of failure. They are fearful of other people's judgments that they didn't succeed. Fuck that shit. You can do it. You can do it. You can stand up on your own two feet and you can chase that fucking dream. You are the only owner of your destiny and of this life and you only get one chance at this life. I mean, if you believe in reincarnation like me, you get a few, but I think this is a huge opportunity where you can actually make something of yourself and that you can actually stand up and say, you know what, fuck, I'm going to give it a go. What is the worst that can happen? Because that is a huge part of my mentality is when I'm doing anything, what is the worst that can happen? And I will assess it based on what is the actual worst thing that can happen and am I going to be okay after that? So for me, it is definitely the fact of what if I don't get that contract? For when I was starting photography, it was what if no one else believes in me? What if I'm not talented? What if no one else actually sees what I see and they can't see a vision and this should be more of a hobby and people are going to laugh at me? The whole thing of fear of failure, fear of people judging you, fear of it's not going to work out ask yourself, what is the worst that is going to happen? Because calculated risks, they're just that. They're just a calculated risk. And it is something that you can actually use to change your life. It is something that you can actually say, you know what? Fuck, it didn't work out. I didn't get through it. My business didn't take off. People didn't think I was talented. I didn't market it right. You are learning valuable lessons from the failure so that next time, You can be like, you know what? I actually needed to get more of the business side of things down pat. I actually should have had more policy and procedures in place. I should have had it copywritten. I should have had someone come and help me with the books. I should have had someone helping with the admin and the packing of the parcels or the Australia Post side of it. You are learning valuable lessons that next time I guarantee you're not going to make the same mistake. Next time, you are not going to make the same failure as you did in the first time or the first three times or the first four times. If you look at stories of entrepreneurs, guaranteed that they have failed. I guarantee you that they have failed. And at least one entrepreneur has a story of they had to go bankrupt or they failed or they launched something and it was a total flop. They will then go on to talk about the extreme amount of lessons that lay within that failure. So nothing is in vain. Everything is usable. Every little thing that you're going to go through on this road to fucking backing yourself, babe, is usable. So I hope today that you have gained some really fucking valuable insight from this. I've really tried to pour my heart and soul and quite a bit of passion into it. And it's taken a few hours of doing a little bit of research and working out how I'm going to actually speak this out to you. So I hope that you have gained something from this. Now, There is another valuable podcast that I would like to highlight before I jump off today. I done a beautiful podcast with my sister. I think it was episode nine or 10. um, And that was called Life in the Light Lane with Hallie. Now, my older sister is an absolutely incredible powerhouse fucking woman. Hi, sis. I know that you listen to this. And we did a podcast because I really encouraged her to step out of the fear and into owning her power and taking the power back because my beautiful sister, she was sexually abused after the loss of her mother, sister and brother in a tragic car accident. 
her step she stayed with her stepfather we have different dads and he then continued to sexually abuse her after their death he wouldn't let her mourn their deaths it was a really hard time for her and what she learned during that time about herself and how she handles herself now as a grown woman is absolutely pure magic so do go and have a look for that episode life in the light lane with heli because there is so many beautiful sparkly magic bits of inspiration in there for you and i hope that you have a beautiful day today i'm going to go out now and go for a walk along the beach before my next photography client if you would like to book in with me for photography you can do so via www.wearelimama.com.au go and check out my work but Thank you so much. It's been an honor speaking with you guys. Please do rate, review and share this episode. If it's something that you have gained insight from, please do me a favor and do that. If you do have the Anchor app, send me a little applaud if you absolutely love this and I'll speak to you soon.